The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. Expressing. Powerful so, with it being Father's Day, we came across an anonymous poem that we want to share with you. We think it's rather appropriate, and, and here's how it goes. He never looks for praises. He's never one to boast. He just goes on quietly working for those he loves the most. His dreams are seldom spoken. His wants are very few. And most of the times, his worries go unspoken to. He's there, a firm foundation through the storms of life, a sturdy hand to hold in times of stress and strife, a true friend we can turn to when times are good or bad, one of our greatest blessings, the man we call Dad. Dr. Holmes wrote in Science of Mind, he that hath seeneth me hath seeneth the Father. Many think from this statement that Jesus was claiming to be God, but such was not the case. God is the invisible life essence of all that is, the intelligent energy running through all of life. This life we feel but do not see. Life manifests itself <coughs> pardon me, through the individual. Therefore, when one manifests goodness and purity, they are revealing the Father. This is what Jesus meant when he said, He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. He said that in his works, the words were the words of God, and all forms of energy returned to their source. So the word of truth is the word of God, no matter who speaks it or when Humankind reveals, but does not absorb the divine nature. So, happy Father's Day to all the dads this morning, present or not, related or not. The fathers in our journey represent wisdom, courage, and unconditional love, and at times, tough unconditional love. Those we view as the father figures for our journey may be our dad, our uncle, our family friend, and in some cases, even our mothers. Never, ever meeting my biological father until I was 19, I would never attempt to portray an understanding of what it means to have or have had a father-child relationship. The father figure role for me was filled by uncles, and a step-grandfather. However, I would like to believe that if I had had such a relationship, it would resemble 
the father and child relationship I have been privileged to witness in my role as a minister. You know, I watched as Gwen played that song, and I could tell whom among us had those really close relationships with our father figures. Some of those father figures have now gone on to the next journey in their experience. And it's very moving to me because I know what you're missing is not the physical being, the father that was with you growing up, but with, but missing just the energy, the wisdom, the love and joy that they brought to your experience. A few years ago, I was at a birthday party for Harriet Davis, and all of her kids and grandkids were present. It was at Maggiano's, by the way. You want to get me to a party? Go to Maggiano's. That'd be okay. And what I noticed with all the kids, that all of Harriet and Ed's kids, they all are very successful in their careers. And the other thing I noticed was how whenever they interacted with Ed, they just beamed with pride at their father because of with it, they beamed with an example of or of gratitude for the example of love that he sent he, he set for their journey. And if you want to hear, actually hear unconditional love, what it sounds like, get Gwen to talk about her father and her journey. She's no longer with us, so I know that was hard for you to hear, and I appreciate it. Okay, but that's the sound of unconditional love. And for some that might not know it, um, I can only imagine the love and grace instilled in Bruce Ingram by his father, because Bruce and Mitchell are buying a new house, have purchased a new house. It's just down the street from the center, by the way. So we'll be having many functions there. <laughs> but they purchased this house so that Bruce's family, his mother and father, can live with him. Now that's bravery, living with family. Let me tell you. We share these examples to say, those that have seen the child have seen the father as well. Those that have seen the father have seen the child. The nature of humanity is to emulate the qualities, the energy, the consciousness, even the behaviors which influence our lives. And yes, we recognize that not all of us have had the opportunity for a biological father of which to emulate. Yet we also recognize that we each have the opportunity to emulate those qualities and gifts of the multitude of father figures in our journey, which we admire. To paraphrase Holmes, the child reveals but, but does not absorb the father's nature. If we look back on our journey and find just one quality of life with all of its promise, where we are living as a result of our emulating dear old dad, an uncle, a grandfather, a family friend, or even a teacher, you will find you have accepted the gift of the Father, which is the title of our lesson this morning, The Gift of the Father. So I have a little parable. I like it. Father centered around father story. And it's about this father and his adult son 
they've decided to go to a professional photographer and have their picture made. Great idea. And so they go to this photographer, and the photographer says to the young man, you know, it will make a much better picture if you put your hand on your father's shoulder. And the father said, well, that may be, but it will make a more natural picture if he puts his hand in my pocket. And I like this parable, not only for its humor, but for a simple point that escapes us. What did the father say? It would make a more natural picture if he put his hand in my pocket. But what he didn't say was it would make for a more natural picture if my shooing his hand away from my pocket. Simple recognition that as the child confidently expresses his or her want, the father without question fulfills. This conditioning of the child, first expressing its wants, then having them fulfilled without question, negotiation, or retaliation, is how we as children of the Most High want to approach, want to approach the Father, the power, the divine energy within us all. What was it Holmes said? God is the invisible life essence of all that is, the intelligent energy running through all. This life we feel but we do not see, it manifests through the individual. Therefore, when one manifests good and goodness and purity, they are revealing the Father. Revealing the Father, the first step to revealing this presence within, this powerful energy that you are, is to set our intention to approach the divine with pure faith, pure confidence, a knowing, childlike assurance that our every need, our every want, and our every desire will be met without any thought of how, of how our needs, wants, and desires are met. The second step to revealing this divine energy is to emulate to the best of our ability in any given moment the same gifts we are honored to receive from the universe. Every day, we are gifted with the loving essence of the divine and the opportunity to align our consciousness with this creative wisdom and boundless intelligence. And all that is asked in return for this gift is that we flourish and live our spiritual magnificence. Now we flourish and live our spiritual magnificence by living this journey as the omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent expressions of spirit we have come to this journey to be. Our affirmation card this week is from Neil Donald Walsh who said, you are always connected you are always connected to source. Wherever you go, wherever you are, wherever you go, you are always connected to divine wisdom, divine intelligence, and divine love. And the first demonstration we experienced of this truth was through those individuals who serve as the fathers and father figures of our journey. So we want to begin taking a look at this because Few of us are approaching that age now where our fathers are no longer physically present. And if we're going to honor that example that the father set, or we're going to honor that spiritual principle of what we choose to call the father, the divine, 
then we're going to want to begin saying, well, how does that express in my life? If I no longer have the example to follow, maybe it's time for me to set the example. Maybe it's time for me to approach this knowing that, wow, everything in my journey is an opportunity for me to reveal the divinity that I am. The good, the bad, even the mediocre. And I can do that now, knowing and confident that all I have to do is ask. All I have to do is set my intention to claim my good. Michael Beckwith said, you are the universe expressing itself a little wider. You are the universe expressing itself as human for a little while. Got it right back up. We get so caught up in our human lives. And we like to use the term in our teaching, it feels good because we are children of the Most High. We like to use the term in our teaching that we are expressions of source energy. And what that says really is that you are the whole of the universe in perfect function and form. But then we leave here, we go about our day, and we forget that truth. We know it, but we forget it. And in that forgetting, we, we don't act as if it was so. And I want you to understand something here. Acting as if is not pretending. Acting as if is going about your day with the full confidence that no matter what is before me, the universe has my back. That no matter what is before me, I have been taught by example of how to create my good. I have been taught by example of how to overcome those issues of life which may or may not be, which may or may not be for the evolution of my continued good. And we have to do that with a consistent knowing that you are the whole of the universe in perfect function. I know last week we gave an exercise to do with those that are in the creative process. And the exercise was, let's see who remembers it now. Five minutes a day, five minutes a day in addition to your regular spiritual work, and set a timer if you need, and take just five minutes to focus fully on that which you are attempting to create, that which you are attempting to create. And in that five minutes, the intention is to have all your creative energy focused on what you know is coming into fruition. And then the other 55 minutes is spent dealing with the day-to-day -day life stuff, the minutia that's just there because it's working its way up. Now, what we're going to add to that exercise this week, five minutes is what, 300 seconds? Did you get that math right? Is take one minute. Affirm your power. Affirm how powerful you are. Affirm that you're an expression of source. Get to know yourself as spirit and perfect function and form. Get to know yourself as that expression of source energy that is always coming forward for the purpose of evolving good. The reason we forget is because we forget to know. The reason we forget is
because we don't need lines on here. So when you go out by your iWatch or your Fitbit, which is what I suggested you do last week, build that in there. Build that in there to take that 60 minute, 60 second, excuse me, 60 seconds affirmation time to remind yourself how powerful you are. And then use the remaining four minutes to begin working on your creative vision. Neil, Neil Grassy Tyson said there are many atoms, there are many atoms in a singular cell of your DNA as there are stars in typical galaxies. We are each of us a universe of stars. A universe of stars. And what can you do with that truth? What can you do with that truth and combining it with the example that we set? I would suggest that you can do anything that you choose to do. I would suggest that you can move from fear to faith. I would suggest that you can move from loneliness to love. That you can move from lack all begins with the knowing that you are here a perfect functioning whole. Louise Hay said, as my mind conceives of more good, the barriers and blocks resolve. My life becomes full of little miracles popping up out of the blue. Popping up out of the blue. The more good that you can see, the more you see yourself as present, the more you know live as the best of your life today. That's your mission. Not to save a world of pain. Not to make everybody happy. But to fulfill you as the best of your divine at any given moment. And when you will begin to see more and more good unfold in your experience. And that good unfolds as little Manifestations start popping up. Eckhart Tolle said, You are not the universe, you are the universe, and then you are the universe, an intrinsic, intrinsic part of it. Ultimately, you are not a person, but a focal point where the universe is becoming conscious of itself. So, in this moment of, of clarity, of promoting and knowing yourself as that powerful spiritual creator, of knowing yourself as spirit's perfect functioning core, you become that focal point of the universe. You know, it's true, life doesn't revolve around you, but the power of the universe, the source energy, it does flow through you. And when you've got that, when you understand that, and that, that all that source energy is flowing through and as you, then that sets you up in any area of your journey, whether you want to create something new, or heal something that's been going on, that sets you up to know that you always have the ability to create. That the Father within will answer whatever you ask, whatever need, whatever desire. Mary Manny Morrissey said, stop saving the good, I love this, start living now. Stop saving the good china for that special occasion. Stop withholding your love until that special person materializes. Every day you are alive is a special occasion. Every minute, every breath is a gift from God. So we would add to that, start creating now. Stop withholding, affirming 
your good or your experience. Stop worrying about what can go wrong. Every day you are alive is an opportunity for you to live as present and perfect functioning form. Every minute, every breath is a rel revelation of your divinity. Individuals stifle. Hold down. Stifle their formative power with, with their, for their goals and their dreams if they allow their fears to expand beyond their faith and love. Expand beyond their faith and love. If someone is worrying, they're no longer living in the now. Through the power of the imagination, they are creating in the now. Worrying is the same as vision. It is an energetic down payment of being bent, your attention is focused upon. Follow that? You are the universe expressing itself as human through life. We are each of us a universe unto ourselves. You are not a person, but a focal point where the universe is becoming conscious of itself as your mind can conceive of more the barriers and blocks resolve. Every day you are alive is a special occasion. Every minute, every breath is a gift from the Father. Emulate that. Live that. Create that. And allow all that is witnessed of you to be the presence of God being revealed as you. You can live that. If you can step out of acting as if. Because acting as if, step into acting not pretending. We don't want you to pretend that everything's fine. Everything's good. Don't worry about me. I got no worries. And then go home and drink a bottle of wine. We don't want you to do that. We want you to drink a bottle of wine because life is good. yourself to the point that your patterns of thought tend more and more toward the affirmative knowing of how powerful you truly are. I do enough self-negative patterns. Let it go. And begin taking that one minute just for you, just that one minute for God expressing as you, and then four more minutes to create your good. Five minutes a day. You know, we came across a few dad stories that we found appropriate for this morning, and we want to kind of tie them in. And one cute little story, <coughs> pardon me, it's about a young boy, and he's riding with his father, who, and his father is a milkman. And back in the days, we had milkmen. And the father spotted a turtle crossing the road. And his father jumps out of his milk truck, picks the turtle up, and puts it in the glove compartment. And he told his son not to play with it until they got home. Well, of course, when father made the stop, he got back in the truck, and there's the little boy crying. And the little boy had a fresh bite of his finger. Father didn't say anything. But the moral to the story is it's always wise to follow his See, humankind's free will provides us with the opportunity to 
follow the internal and at times external guidance we are offered from the universe. The universe will never withhold the power of our choice. It will, however, always allow us to experience the consequences of our choice as a means for us to learn and grow. Wayne Dyer said, be miserable or motivate yourself. Whatever has to be done is always your choice. So we get to choose what the universe is saying to us. Is the universe telling us continue along our path? Or is it telling us now's the time to motivate? Now's the time to really go within and be, begin working with that five-minute exercise. Five minutes an hour. Sixty-second all about the glorious presence of the Lord in that moment. Her daughter sat with her, da with her dad in the living room reading one night. He was watching TV, she was reading, and an hour passed before she realized it. She felt bad for not speaking at all during the time, during that time. And she asked him if he was okay, and he said yes. And so she apologized to her father for not speaking more. And her dad replied, honey, talking is like ketchup. If you like the meat enough, you don't need the ketchup. And if you like the company enough, you don't need the conversation. Deepak Chopra said, in the midst of movement and chaos, keep stillness inside of you. Individuals expand the strength of their faith and their innate creative ability by consistently being aware of the power of God that they are by consistently being aware that we are immersed, enmeshed as with creative energy. No conversation needed, no internal chatter required, regardless of what is going on externally. So you see, faith is like ketchup. If you like the meat enough, you don't need the ketchup. And if you keep the stillness, Fine, you don't need the internal chatter to create beyond yourself. Great stories by Wolf Lang. Guy got his, just got his pilot's license, and he's flying around, and his dad sends him on a little Cessna plane to fly up to 1,500 feet, and the father says, we can land now. And with his newly minted pilot's license, son said, no, Dad, I'm going to fly a little bit more. Remember, we're going to fly over this part, and then we'll go back to the, to the airport. And the father said, you know, I'm just not fond of small planes. I just wanted you to know that I have confidence in you. These are the things that the father figures in our journey need for us to learn, to go above and beyond, just to instill confidence. Norman Vincent Peale said, believe in yourself, have faith in your abilities. Without a humble but reasonable confidence in your own powers, you could not be successful or happy. The universe supports your every endeavor. Practicing spiritual principles is not only about having a strong faith in the power of divine good in the universe. Practicing spiritual principles is equally about having a strong faith in your ability to emulate and 
human life its universal power for good. You are a walking, talking, breathing expression of source energy. Your birth, the fact that you're walking on this planet today, is an affirmation of the confidence the whole of the universe has expressed as you in your ability to live and create an endless love, vibrant out and limitless abundance. You have nothing to prove. Is that right? You have nothing to prove to source, to God, to anyone or anything else through a display of your spiritual ability. You already have the full confidence and presence to reveal your own divine nature. That's what you came here for. And one of my favorite quotes from Esther Hicks is she said, if we were talking to you on your first day of physical life experience, we would say, we would say to you, welcome to planet Earth. There is nothing that you cannot be or do or have. You are a magnificent creator and you are here by your powerful and deliberate wanting to be here. Go forth giving thought to what you are wanting, attracting life experience to help you decide what you want. And once you have decided, it is only thoughts now. Well, welcome to planet Earth. You're here because the universe has faith in you. You're here because the universe has confidence in you. You're here because there was something so strong about the vibration of your consciousness that you were able to draw enough spiritual energy to produce a force, to come forward as this expression of consciousness evolving in the now. Well, that's how powerful you are. But somewhere along the way, we forgot about that. We forgot that every individual in our journey has been an example for us to follow. Sometimes the best example they is for what us not to do. And that's okay. Let's be grateful for that. But now it's your turn. It's your turn to step into being that powerful creator. Les Brown said, live out of your imagination instead of your mission. Out of your imagination instead of your mission. We want you to take anything with you today power of that one minute, that 60 seconds, using your imagination, see yourself, visualize yourself as being that omnipotent spiritual being you are here being. See yourself as speaking your words that manifest. See yourself working with the spiritual energy, directing you to become whole. See yourself always not just not having any obstacles. We're all going to have them from time to time. See yourself moving effortlessly through them. And don't get caught up in, is this working or is it not working? I had somebody say that to me earlier this week. I don't think my cheese network is working. And so I had to remind them, you know, what's a cheese? Someone's doing affirmative prayer work for perfect health. That's a big goal to have. They stump their toe. Does that mean the treatment didn't work? Does that mean the affirmative prayer didn't work? No. 
had just meant their living life. And that discomfort they felt on their toe was an affirmation of how alive they truly are. It's not that we stumped our toe, it's what we choose to do after we stump our toe. What I choose to do is say, wow, thank you for the opportunity to heal this black and green toe. Keep at it. This father's death. Honor your earthly father because you would not be here without his assistance. Then honor the father within. Take time to make room for the revelation of your own spiritual power, your own spiritual magnificence. And make room for that in your daily life. Get up close and personal with that presence and energy of God that you are. Pray, meditate, visualize. Continue to grow. And you'll be amazed at how many miracles bubble up So ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my offering. Blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. Multiplied abundantly. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.